0: Welcome to the London Property Podcast, your go to source for navigating the complex and ever changing London real estate market. Our digital marketplace provides informative and educational content from industry leaders through podcasts and videos. We cover various aspects of the real estate experience, including buying and selling, finance, law, tax, construction, design, and more. Join us as we delve into the latest trends and developments in the market and gain valuable insights from our panel of experts.
1: Hello and welcome to London Property, the home of Superprime. I'm your host, Farnaz Fazaipo, and today we have the pleasure of speaking with Raouf Hariri, who is an incredible artist and uh, definitely one to watch, especially if you want to fill up your
2: walls in your Superprime homes. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh,
1: so, Raouf, um, I'm going to just go straight into um, asking you to tell us more about yourself and your family and the environment that influenced your work. So I'm going to pass it over to you for for all of that information. Tell us more about it.
2: Sure. I was born in Iran, a beautiful city of Shiraz, in an artistic family. And my dad, he's an artist. He is a pioneer, actually, in Shiraz. He does the traditional artwork, and some of his work has been, I don't know if you have seen, in Afifabad and Bagheram, uh, he, he painted the ceilings of that. And I grew up with an artistic family, all my siblings and everybody, they are into art, and uh, this is basically how I grew up. So.
1: And um, I know that I've, re- I've read in uh, the brochure that you had for your recent uh, exhibition that you held in Knightsbridge... Um, that art to use like breathing, so there was no training involved then.
2: Yeah, I'm a self-taught artist, and I have I have been painting as far as I remember, and uh, it feels like it's been always there for me. It's, it might sound strange, but I never felt I achieved something. It it felt like it been it's been always there, and uh, all the time I was painting at school, uh, even and. From early age, I knew I want to be an artist and it was so clear to me. And uh, it really feels like a breathing to me and I can't uh, do anything else. Well, you're arts, yeah. very lucky. <laughs> Thanks so
1: much. <laughs> I yeah. wish I had something like that, that I could uh, just belong to. Was there a time where you actually conceptualised why you want to be an artist and what is an artist? Uh,
2: It's basically, it's very simple. I love painting. And there is something about creating art and painting. It it, it just, for me, is like meditation. It's it's my life. And uh, I love the process of it. So many people, they see art when it's done. But for artists, when you start something, till finish, that journey, all those things you go through, I mean, technically, emotionally, or whatever, I really enjoy that process. And... To me, it's as simple as that, yes.
1: Um, what would you say is the style that best describes your work? Because you you have incredible talent to do quite a varied kind of end product.
2: Uh, again, as I was, uh, as a young Rauf, i always interesting different styles of work. I remember we used to have this art book and inside that book, it was so many different styles of paintings and I wanted to do all of them. And uh, I I love to try, and, uh, try and different techniques, styles, and uh, I love to experimenting with new ideas and stuff. And, uh, but mainly I love to paint humans, I mean people, and there is something about portrait I really enjoy and uh, the environment around it. And also, I was again since young age. I was interested in surrealism, which is uh, uh, recently I start doing more and more like these kind of drawings. I normally and I really enjoying it.
1: So surrealism is something that you have uh, been doing more recently. But a lot of a lot of what you've done is done in pencil. When it comes to the surrealism work, uh, when do you decide? Uh, the use of colour versus surrealism can you t- t- take us through that journey
2: yes definitely um, I love drawing the freedom in drawing I have is just uh, this is something I really enjoy normally when I you put colour on something is like statesman. okay this is like blue or whatever but when it's black and white and drawing people they have I, I feel is, there's more imagination when they look at them and they can imagine any colors in that, uh, but I can want drawings. And uh, again, I'm saying I love the freedom of drawings. I can, whatever I imagine, I can just create very quickly. And normally when I do hyperlism portraits, it takes a long time, maybe four or five months sometimes. And uh, yeah, that's why I chose drawings to uh, uh, say my, like a, uh, in in surrealism, that's why, yeah.
1: Because I guess colour kind of limits you.
2: Yeah, that's Whereas what it is. Yeah. with the pencil you've got the freedom to just go. Definitely. And also the result is quicker. Normally I do these drawings around one or two days, sometimes a few hours. And it happens when I love uh drawing uh sometimes I later on I make it in colour. Yes. But I love to do surrealism with like pencil drawings basically. We should have asked you to bring your doodle book with you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the inspiration for surrealism must come from like a whole concept that you're trying to put on paper. That's true. So uh, tell me how, uh, how that mm-hmm. formulates itself or does it just suddenly come from nowhere?
2: It it varies, really. I mean, i I do lots of sketches. I do lots of doodling and sometimes they come through my sketches and sometimes... It just comes immediately and again uh, uh, it happens sometimes i start drawing something and i have no idea what it is till it finishes this this uh, process excites me i mean even sometimes i get shocked about it so uh, but i get inspiration from everything watching tv uh, watching people everything happens around me my life and everything yeah that comes from I get inspiration from everything, basically.
1: And you actually grew up in Iran, right? Yes. So you were educated yeah. there, you went to university there.
2: I didn't go to university. I uh, In that time when I was in Shiraz, there was no art university in Shiraz. So I, the closest one, an architect, I studied architect at high school for two years, and then I studied graphic design, which these two were very close to painting. But again, all the time I was painting. And then... Uh, uh, when I graduated, I just decided I need to do uh, my own practice. Yeah, So that's how I, uh, uh, all the time I was painting and yeah, how I just gained my techniques, basically. And when did painting become a job? Um, <laughs> a very young age, actually. I started teaching art at age 18 uh, and also... Uh, Around 17, I started playing guitar as well. So I used to teach guitar and uh, art at the same time. So this is, uh, was actually how it started.
1: Yeah. And did you feel that li- living in the environment that you had to live in with the difficulties that Iran was going mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. or the changes influenced your
2: work? Definitely. I mean, uh, this is something I found out everywhere I live. It does affect on my work. Probably most of the artists are like that, but uh, it was a bit difficult because I remember I couldn't uh, exhibit so many of my work because of the how it was. And uh, but when you have restriction, you find a way to find a way to actually uh, create something and tell the people uh, what you want to say
1: restriction actually makes people more artistic Definitely, because I remember when I went to Cuba and then everybody's musical talents and you sort of feel like you know if there's nothing else you've got that um so with 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 that in mind uh your work um now actually has a lot of female you know <laughs> controversial female figures when it comes to you know the woman Life Freedom Movement in Iran. Did that influence your definitely, recent
2: work? Definitely. I mean, I was watching news and everything, and it happens very naturally. I didn't force myself to... Uh, uh, I mean, it just happened. I, kept, um, I have to draw something. And, uh, yeah, this is a very sensitive subject, and I love to uh, work around that, basically. And, yes...
1: So when something's on your mind and occupying what you're thinking, then it just comes out in your art.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it has to feel right as well. And yes, and sometimes when I draw something, I'm not sure if I want to share it, but at the same time, I realize this is this is me. I have to actually uh, express myself somehow. Yeah.
1: Um, now you've won many awards since you've been in the UK. True. And uh, a number of those awards have been for portraits at the National Portrait Gallery. Yes. So talk to us a little bit about the ones that uh, you're most proud of and, uh, you know, for you was, you know, this is it, I've really achieved what I'm trying to achieve.
2: Well, actually, uh, I've been lucky to be selected for the BP Portrait Award three times, which is a a bit like tough to get in. And uh, also in 2011, I uh, become Artist of the Year from Artists and Illustrators magazine, the number UK number one magazines. And uh, that was really nice to just come out of Iran and win that prize for me. They, uh, literally put me on a map, which it helps me to be able to actually create more. And uh, the thing I'm proud of, I, I think I won the uh, gold uh, Memorial Ball from uh, the Miniature Society of... Uh, uh, yeah royal miniature society and uh, yeah I'm proud of that basically
1: <laughs> so an artist like you who's actually displayed their portraits in the national portrait gallery it's uh it's, it's it's something fantastic to be able to get a bit of your art onto our walls you know of our own portraits of our loved ones and families how did it come about is is, is that a result of being exhibited there, that you now do
2: portraits by commission? Yes, actually, that really helped. And uh, recently I actually started uh, doing some commission portraits and I realised I really enjoy that because, uh, of course, normally I think artists, they like to do their own stuff, but I don't see it that way. I see when I get commissions, I see it as a project and I really enjoy doing that, yeah. But all of these Competitions I have won. It really helped me to like get some commissions as well. Yeah.
1: So actually, doing uh, commission work also enables you to connect with other people in your art rather than doing it in
2: in solitude. That's true. That's true. And uh, I I actually feel every time I paint something even from a photo whatever. It, the result is something very different, special. You, you can't compare it to the photo because it's so different. And uh, uh, I always feel there is part of me in in those portraits as well. So
1: yeah. So, how does that process start when someone wants to do portraiture with you? So is it is it different depending on who you're with? Or as you say, sometimes it's from photographs. Sometimes I assume it's from a sitting. But talk me through that. So... If, if somebody wanted to commission you to do that, what, what is the process that they have to go through?
2: It really varies. Uh, sometimes people send me a photo. They said, we want this photo to be painted because they love that photo. There is a memory of them, I mean, and that particular one. Of course, I have to tell them which photo is good for paintings because the lighting should be right and the details and stuff. And other times I uh, go, like, uh, see them and speak to them I do some sketches and take some photographs and I just use them as a reference and I create the portrait. And how long does that take? Again depends of the for example how many people are and uh, the details backgrounds but normally probably somewhere around four weeks two three months. Yeah. Fantastic. So basically we are very happy to have you on the show
1: and we'll be following you very closely. Your art is fantastic. Your work is fantastic. When I saw the portraits, when I first saw them, I could actually almost couldn't believe that they weren't photographs. They are so brilliant.
2: Thanks so much for having me. And it was a great conversation. Thanks for
1: everything. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. So if you'd like to connect with Raouf, or in fact, want to have your whole family's portraits done, then uh, please do drop us a line and we will ensure to make that happen.
0: Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode of the London Property Podcast. Head over to our website where you can browse our exclusive network of top experts driving the market. As a member, you'll have direct access to our experts and their networks. Our award-winning content will help you choose the right professionals for your needs and make informed decisions about your investments. Personal recommendations are a powerful tool in connecting with trusted professionals. Let us introduce you to the right people to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact us now to learn more about becoming a member and gaining access to these valuable resources or joining our directory of experts.